Hey, this is Mike Zwick from If Not For God podcast. Our show, Stories of Hopelessness Turned Into Hope. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Welcome to Kingdom Pursuits. How fun today. We have quite a show lined up for you. First off, we have Nick Logan's got a new movie that's coming out. Well, it's actually out already. It's called Paul's Promise. And Nick, welcome to King of Pursuits. Good morning. How are you today? I am excited to hear about this movie. I've seen the the, the trailer. Uh, it looks pretty intense. Well, God is good. We've put together a film that really shows the life of a man who was a bigot and then through God's grace turned his life around for Christ. Right, and from what I understand, it's a true story? It is. It's uh, set in the 1960s, and it's about a man named Paul Holderfield, who actually was a professional boxer. Uh, He went from there to being in the fire department, but he was in the fire department during the 1960s when there was a lot of issues going on in Little Rock, Arkansas, with integration. Oh, yeah, in Little Rock, Arkansas, I would imagine. And so we're excited Very excited to have you on today, and also today we have an FCA banquet coming up, actually, on Tuesday, October 25th, and we have Bershawn Thompson with us, and Bershawn, welcome to King of Pursuits. Bershawn had a little... Thank you so much, Robbie. It's good to (laughs) have you on. (laughs) And so, um, as always, we love what, what FCA does, and of course, their banquet this year features Rusty LaRue. So, are you guys got to be excited about having him there? Very, very excited to have Rusty. Uh, he means so much to this community and uh, just uh, what he represents. Uh, we're just so excited for him to share just uh, at our night of impact on Tuesday night, just to have him share how uh, faith has made a difference in his life. So it's actually coming up this Tuesday, the 25th, and it's going to be at the Truist Stadium in Winston-Salem. You don't want to miss that. And so, again, the cool news is Paul's Promise is out. So if you've been thinking about what movie should I go to this weekend, well, let me just tell you how critical it is that you that you go to these Christian movies and their opening weekends because that's what keeps them in the theaters is, is by people showing up. And so this is your opportunity to lock in on Paul's promise, let me tell you from the trailer and and from what I've heard about this movie from Stu and others that this thing is 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 really gonna uh, hopefully impact the the world for Christ, right, Nick? Nick, indeed, and that's been the challenge. You know, we came out this weekend, the same weekend that Black Adam came out, another very large Marvel film, and you know, people had to decide whether or not they were going to put their money down and let their dollars do their talking. And God was good. We had a very good opening night. Oh, so last night was actually the opening night. Yes, yes. And that's really important. If you're listening to this and you have an opportunity to go tonight uh, or even this weekend, this is what Hollywood looks at, the opening weekend. And that will actually determine whether we can stay in theaters for a week or for a month. 
Yeah, we've seen it so many, many times. And so, like you say, we vote with our money and our time. Um, but also, you know, in sharing with other people that, man, there's this movie out. Like, and, and you know, that's that's one of the big ways that we, that we get to share that. So one of the ways I get to share on Kingdom Pursuits is with my riddle. So speaking of promise... Yeah, so you know, I I speaking of promise, I wasn't I was I wasn't gonna visit my family this Thanksgiving. Did you know that, Rashawn? Rashawn? <laughs> I, I didn't know that. But my mom promised to make me eggs benedict. So I'm going home for the holidays. Hollandaise. Oh, <laughs> <holidays. laughs> <laughs> there you go. I do you anyway, all right. And you know, what day will I promise? A lot of people wonder about this. I, a lot of people ask me, Robbie, what day will you promise not to make any more bad jokes? And I do that once a year, actually, you know, for the rest of the year. I do it on New Year's Eve. Like, for the rest of this year, I will not tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you know that some fairy tales start with once upon a time and other fairy tales start with if I get elected, I promise. Yeah, that's another type of fairy tale. There's lots True. of different kinds, right? True. And here is, uh, if you're wondering, there are two simple tricks to fool anyone. Number one, promise them a simple trick. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. It'll come to you Super. here in a minute. All right. So with all that, I actually have a riddle that I would... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love to see if anybody will call in and riddle it because it's an actual riddle riddle, one of my riddles. You have to think like Robbie and think a little punny at times, but uh, whose promise in the Bible was crashed and burned in an Egyptian river? Whose promise in the Bible, since we're talking about promises, was crashed and burned in an Egyptian river? If you know that... Rachel, tell them what they'll win. <laughs> oh. They will win a fabulous prize from our Kingdom Pursuits Prize Vault. There you go. All you got to do is come in and tell us whose promise in the Bible was crashed and burned in an Egyptian river. 866-348-7884. I think Bershon looks like he may know the answer. Don't don't give it away. Don't give it away. 866 348 884-866-34-TRUTH. And, and guess what? I think we also have as a prize, am I right? That's right. This beautiful Fellowship of Christian Athletes FCA water bottle. So yes. that's you're not only going to get the, the prize vault package, but you're going to also get this FCA water bottle. All you have to do is tell us whose promise in the Bible was crashed and burned in an Egyptian river. So, Bershon, tell us about... You know, your role with the FCA, how did you get involved? Yeah, so just growing up, I had religion. I grew up in church at an early age, so religion was my middle name. I, I definitely had that, went to church, did the right things um, as I knew them. And uh, I was on the road just, you know, playing sports was a way to kind of keep me away from the negative influences in the community or outside. And, you know, just on my way, checking off all the boxes and all the accolades, uh, that, uh, you know, 
us uh, athletes uh, do want to be, you know, win championships within high school and make it to college on a scholarship. And uh, one night I just encountered the Lord, you know, just um, he, he showed himself to me. And it went, I went from, you know, realizing with religion I was empty and still, even though I was checking all the boxes, just it, it wasn't enough. And so I realized Jesus plus nothing is everything. And uh, I went from religion to relationship. And uh, on that journey, the Lord just showed me my mission will be to use my athletic background in basketball and teaching and coaching to uh, tell the world about Jesus through that. Right. And what a cool way to do that with the FCA. And again, the banquet. Speaking of basketball, right, Rusty LaRue, what an opportunity to come hear him speak. And so I know we're all – Nick, how did you – uh, what led you? How did God? I, I one time um, asked that question of um, the Kendrick brothers on how they picked a movie, and they said, "Well, we like good ideas, but we really prefer God ideas." <laughs> so I have found that great movies usually God was involved in that somehow. So how was He involved in Paul's promise? Well, it's a great question. the The way that we started with this film was that. There's a lot going on uh, in that summer with the Black Lives Matter movement. And what I've always believed is that Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, all lives matter. So I actually have uh, some shirts I made that look just like Black Lives Matter, but say Adamic Lives Matter. And we are all from the same race. We are all, you know, a product of, of God and of Christ. And, and for all the tension that was going on, I got a chance to read this script and said, this film needs to be made. And it was a biopic, so uh, being that this man really existed, you could track the, the importance and the impact of his ministry. And Paul goes from being just a solid bigot um, to being a man of God that has a great ministry. Wow, we're excited to hear more about that. And, of course, Paul's promise is out in theaters now. Make your plans and tell your friends, right, that it's, it's out now. It's going on. And so, by all means, you want to do that and make plans for Tuesday night, October 25th, at Truist Stadium for the FCA Banquet. Wow, think of all the young people that will be impacted as a result of your partnership with FCA. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to the Kingdom Pursuits where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And how fun today. We have Nick Logan with the movie Paul's Promise. It's in theaters now, as well as Brashawn Thompson with the FCA Banquet, the Fall Banquet. It's coming up Tuesday, October 25th at the Truist Stadium. And Paul's Promise is in theaters now, right? And so you, you don't want to miss that. And, and Nick, one of the things that I couldn't help but just hone in on, especially uh, – I hate you. Some of you guys probably had not heard that, that that are with me right now heard the Christian Car Guy show, but on the Christian Car Guy show, there was a man that called in near the end by the name of Jason near the end of the show that talked about his mother and how critical his mother's prayers were for him, and, and then interestingly, you know, one of the other people I had on talked about how important their mother's prayer was for, for them, and that's a huge part of this movie, Paul's Promise, right? Absolutely, his mother never gave up on. And it was an interesting story because she was married to an alcoholic who was the son of an alcoholic who ended up having an alcoholic who's the star, the center part of our story, Paul Holderfield Sr. And throughout her entire life, she took a position of, 
if I do not pray for my son, even when I went through being married to an alcoholic husband, who's going to pray for him? And even up to her dying breath, she was praying for him. And that mother's prayer is what really resonates through the film. It's, it's a, an amazing thread. I call it the scarlet thread through the film, as I call the scarlet thread through Christian. Oh, I love the scarlet thread in so many ways. It's absolutely spectacular. And, you know, what a neat thing to share because, you know, mothers everywhere, you know, they, that is their heart to, to pray for their children, fathers as well. But it's it's so beautiful to see the fruit of what looked like, so hopeless, right? As you as you saw his life and what a bigot he was, and now hated really becomes such a big part of who he was. Yes, yes, and and the thing that people need to focus on is that bigotry and one's view on um, on races or one's view even on politics is not what you're born with. When when Paul was a young kid, as many kids, you, you'd stick. 10 kids together, I don't care what race they are, what country they're from, even if they don't speak the same language, God has wired them for a heart that they'll play together. Now they're also going to fight with each other and that, and that's just part of that, uh, our sanctification process. But, but bigotry is learned, and what he had to deal with um, throughout his life. And, and one of the things we always focus on, uh, well, you try to focus on this, is that Paul, even though he's the child, he's an adult child. So our prayer for our children is, is, you know, something that never stops. I have adult children, and I pray for them daily and pray for their my grandchildren. So that prayer of a mother never needs to stop and, and has been so influential in, in this film, and then I believe in so many moms. I believe that in heaven it's not going to be the celebrities that everybody's around in heaven. It's going to be that, that mom that uh, maybe did a Bible study with little kids in the neighborhood or that mom who prayed for the children that fell off course and God redeemed them. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful picture, and... You know, Bershon, I imagine that bigotry has affected your life somewhat. Um, that you know, when you when you hear that idea, what what jumps out at you? Wow, yeah, just um, you know, in sports, even you know that could play a part. You know, in in my life, there was a time where there was a young man that should have made our varsity team, but the father of another young man was on the booster club that supported, and he was no way better than the guy, but. You know, you just kind of saw the power of politics, bigotry in that moment just have an effect. And that's a part of uh, athletics sometimes you're not coached up on and you have to kind of learn about when you're that kid that gets cut for that reason or not on the team. So, yeah, it's definitely impacted. You can see that in sports. And so I take it he was a good friend of yours, that yeah. the one that didn't. Yes, very, very good friend. Matter of fact, it was my brother. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> really good friend. <laughs> oh, wow. Was he your little brother? Yeah, middle brother. So we had to kind of walk him through that, live that out. And even to this day, you know, just kind of we use that as a reference to, to help my nieces who are in athletics just to understand, you know, sometimes you can be impacted. You just need to be prepared and ready how to walk through that. Yeah, yeah. And that's another big part of that, of that movie from what I could see, Nick, was the grace of, you know, some of those people that he was obviously hating on, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the story that is behind this through – the character Jimmy, who's played by Joseph Cannon brilliantly, uh, really, it's like the Bible says, I mean, it's really easy to do things for, for a good man, right, or to pray for a good man, but praying for your enemies is the tough part. And in this movie, he never gave up on his friend, and actually there's some, I'm not giving you some spoilers, but there's some pretty cool lines in it that will resonate with everyone who watches it. And what was interesting about Joseph Cannon is he had never done a faith-based film. 
He's a very established actor, and he always done secular films. And he's so serious about his parts. We actually brought him in to ask him, as an African-American man, is there anything in this script that would be offensive? Is this real life? Is it gritty but not gratuitous? And after he was done reviewing our script, he said, this is solid. And we made some changes, which were appropriate. And at the end of it, we said, you know what? Would you be our Jimmy? So he wasn't even there to be the part. And he went on through God's grace to win several uh, Best Supporting Actor roles. Uh, not obviously things, the Oscars, but Best Actor in the World that Means Something to Be, the World of Christ. In the Christian films, he's won it. And then God's been very gracious that we've won several other awards. But just a real quick story on Joseph to show you how dedicated he was to his craft. When he was interviewing for a secular film, uh, he was supposed to be in a wheelchair. And he showed up at the interview in a wheelchair, and he called them from the lobby and said, hey, I need you guys to come down and get me. And they're like, oh, just take the stairs, come up. He says, well, actually, I'm in a wheelchair. And um, they came down, they carried him up two flights of stairs. He did the audition, read for the part. They carried him back down two flights of stairs. And then he waited. And then a couple of days later, they called and said, hey, you've got the part. Can you come back in? We want to sign the agreement. And he came back and he walked in. And he walked in. They go, they go wait a second. You can walk? And he says, yes, I can walk by God's grace. But he said, there's not any miraculous healing that happened here. He says, I was auditioning for the part. And that's the kind of commitment he did to this movie. I mean, I have so many pictures of everybody praying off camera and then getting on the screen. So I think you're going to see an amazing performance delivered by our, our entire cast, and I think it touched a very uh, very interesting subject and a very important subject that carries through to today. Oh, that's, a, that's so cool. And your banquet coming up, Sean. have you guys got sort of a theme behind that of what's going on? Yeah, the theme for the night is a night of impact, just sharing the impact that Christ has made in so many coaches and athletes' lives in the community, as well as students who uh, lead out FCA in, the, in our schools. And uh, it's a night of impact. Just It'll be young people there sharing how FCA has impacted uh, their life and their journey, as well as coaches. And uh, rest of the rule a little bit, share a little yeah, bit well. just, yeah, you, coaches have this gigantic impact, negative and positive, right? And, but as, as sports do, period. Absolutely. Um, sports can, you know – I see sports as the, the practical teacher to life, and you can, it's a somewhat spiritual application to it. Yes, yes. It's, it's, it's a cool thing. Um, golly, I can't remember the name of the basketball player that said it. He played for Wake Forest. He was absolutely incredible, lives in this area. And I was talking to him one time, and he said, you know, what happens with a lot of young people is they love, love, love basketball. They love they, – everything is basketball – he said, but basketball does not love them. Mm. That, that, <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. you, you can give it everything, but it doesn't have anything to give back to you like God does. And, and the interesting thing is, is having coaches and people in your life that can help you navigate that because it is such a trap for so many young people to put their hope on something that really is not got anything for them. Yeah, yeah. it's leading. It's fleeting. For it Sean, is so I, fleeting. I, I also just, and I know this is not the, the, the direction of this call, but I just want to share with you that I own the Hula Bowl, and the Hula Bowl is a college all-star game, and we have had the, just the blessing to share with these men when they come to our game. And we invite FCA. We have always have FCA speakers. Uh, we have you know speakers like Sean Alexander and other men of faith that have played in the professional sports. And um, what you're saying is so spot on, brother, because 
they these these guys you go through high school and they're popular they get to college and they just get put on a pedestal and then if they don't make in the league that letdown causes many of them to to go a path they shouldn't go and even if they do make the league you know they call the nfl not for long hmm. so you basically have all this <laughs> part of your life yeah. you know that goes into maybe a year or two in the league so one of the things you will leave the hula ball with is um an opportunity to understand that character and a relationship with God are important. Um, and we try and bring in players that, you know, they can definitely be the top players in the United States, but we also look for character in these players. You know, the NFL can, you know, hire somebody to catch, you know, you know, 20 touchdowns, but they don't want to be, you know, scraping them out of the bar at 4 o'clock in the morning. So um, I totally agree with you. They, they realize that there is so much more to life, and just through God's grace we get a chance to at least invite them to, to hear a message that will live way beyond sports. You just described FCA. I mean, in a nutshell, that's who we are. And, you know, you, that's my story. You know, you, you make it you make it to the highest level. You check the boxes. And I made it right up to the, the pro level for about a week. But then after that, it's such a huge letdown. And who you need someone there in the trenches to help you navigate your life yep. from that point on. If not, you could really uh, sink, sink, sink like yeah. I did and have dark thoughts and even be tempted to to consider options you've never considered in your life, suicide. So yeah. so you see those numbers increasing because we just don't know as athletes what to do from there. Where yeah. do I go from here? And thank God for placing people in your path. Uh, yeah. Like us as FCA, that's who we see ourselves are, it's just people in the gap to help well, Rob, navigate these folks through their journey. Well, Robbie, you need to exchange our numbers at the end of this because I'd like to invite you down as my guest at the Hula Bowl. I think you being awesome. down there. Now, there'll be a lot of folks. Les Steckles, a dear friend of mine, and mm-hmm. he actually coached one year, and we have some other folks. But having you there with the men to just bump into somebody for a divine appointment that God would set up would be would be amazing. Okay? Oh wow! Thank you. Thank what you. An so opportunity much. where we will get that to you, and how fun! Well, we got more coming with Nick Logan with Paul's Promise and Bershawn Thompson. Uh, with FCA again the banquet's coming up October 25th you need to make it your way to the theater this weekend to see Paul's Promise it's in theaters now it's at the Grand here in Winston-Salem by the way and you can just go to our website Kingdom Pursuits to find out where it is in your area you're listening to the Truth Network and truthnetwork.com Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom today. We are so blessed to have with us Nick Logan, the executive producer of Paul's Promise. It's a movie that's in theaters now, spectacular movie. Uh, we want you to strongly consider going out and checking that out and telling your friends there's this great movie out. And it's in theaters right now. So it's at the Grand here in Winston-Salem. And if you go to kingdompursuits.com, you can watch the trailer. You can see the theater. It's in your area. Or you can go to truthnetwork.com. It's there as well. As well as Bershawn Thompson with us with FCA. And their fall banquet is coming up on October 25th, which is Tuesday night, this Tuesday at Truist Stadium. And what do they do, uh, Bershawn, if they decide right now they want to go? How do they get tickets? Yeah, so to get tickets, we'll go to... Your website, Kingdom Pursuits, uh, and and order those tickets on our on our website, and um, and let us know you're coming. You can you know also reach out through us through our email as well, uh, and just let us know we still have room. Actually, we have uh, 
uh, room for a title sponsor at $5,000 who's going to get an autographed basketball by some players from the 2022 NBA World Champion Golden State Warriors. And Rusty's going to also sign that basketball. It's an FCA basketball with those signatures, and Rusty's going to sign it as well. Uh, we also have a room for other tables that are at $350, $350. So we got about two more tables left. We'd love for you, if you're listening, to be a part of it. It's going to be a night of impact. What is the website actually for FCA Winston-Salem? It is uh, westerntriadfca.org, westerntriadfca.org. So westerntriadfca.org, and they're like, wow, title sponsor. You get the basketball, and you you know you obviously get to impact so many different young people um, because – Again, this this whole organization, you know, runs on funds like everything else, and you know, we all have opportunities to give into the kingdom. You know, see, sow seeds, whether that's by, by by buying movie tickets or you know by going to a banquet, and inviting people and bringing them, you know, to even fill a table, right? Yeah. So that that five thousand dollars, I'll tell you what it'll do. We Bibles are about fifteen dollars a Bible, so with with five thousand, we can grab about. 200 Bibles, and then also what that can do is uh, our huddles that are in the schools where students, student-led, basically, small groups where kids get to come, hear about Jesus, hear the testimonies, uh, it'll help raise up five of those on five school campuses that, that don't have huddles that proclaim the name of Christ. So westerntriadfca.org. So Nick, again, this weekend is a huge opportunity for people to really impact you know, where this movie goes and, and how it does. And so, you know, share again with our listeners as an executive producer, you understand that in so many different ways, right? Yes, I do. And and I really want to get the word out there about the film. The, the number one thing to tell Hollywood is we've had it with the woke agenda film. We've had it with trying to pretend that a guy with a five o'clock shadow and a dress is a woman. Uh, you know, we're done. And, and the only way to stop that uh, is for us to stand and, and, and vote with our feet and with our money. And I really would just encourage people, it is, it is not a big expense to go to the film, but it would make it a statement because even this morning you know, we're looking at how this weekend will do, and it's not the financial side of it, it's the future side of it. You know, we've already paid for the movie to be out there. Now the idea is to make more films like this. Uh, so if you, you know, pray about it, but it's a nice evening out. It's rated PG. There'll be nothing objectionable. It's not Veggie Tales, as I'll tell people. This is a very tough subject that the left keeps trying to shove down our throat. As I shared earlier, if you just put a bunch of kids together of all races, they would play well together. It's the adults that don't play well well in the playpen. Yeah, it's it's really an opportunity to for all of us to experience. You know, I, you know, I um get a chance to interview so many neat people, Bershon. <laughs> I could never remember their names when the moment comes. But anyway, um, it was Perry. He played for Clemson as, as, a, as a wide receiver. Um, God, such a neat guy. Um, I, I was talking to him the other day, and, and he wrote a book. Like the question, I think the name of it was The Questions Every White Man Wants to Ask a Black Man But Is Afraid to Ask. <laughs> <laughs> need to get that book. <laughs> he said yeah he said he was playing golf with a bunch of white guys and he could just tell how awkward you know that they were in in, in everything that they said you know they couldn't decide whether they could should call him a black man or an african-american you know they're throwing all this it's just he's like you guys look really uncomfortable what are the questions that you really and so he wrote a book God, what is his last name 
it's horrible that I can't think of it. But anyway, he is such a delightful man. But that is that is all of our problems, right? We don't exactly know how to deal with the bigotry we really have in our own hearts, right, Nick? Absolutely. And that's the one thing, because you don't expect it, and then it becomes cultural. I mean, one of the things that I loved about playing sports and was that you know, you strap on a helmet, and it doesn't matter once you put that helmet on, whether you come from a rich family or a poor family, if you're on the field, you make the play. And that bigotry really happens when we are put into social situations. There was a great movie years ago called Facing the Giants. Uh, there's some other movies that have been really looking at, um, you know, how all this stuff fits together. And, and God, in the end, like I said, if we just st- stood, you know, before God, um, there is no issue with race. And it's something that we are, are stirring up. It's kind of like uh, climate change. So I think right now we've just got to look past it, and we have to embrace the opportunity to not let the left uh, form our, our ideology on race. Yeah, the, it came to me. It's Perry Tuttle is, is actually the, the man's name, and he is a delight. And there was another thing he said that I don't think I'll ever forget, just got in my soul. He had a special needs brother with Down syndrome, and I teach have taught special needs at Calvary for a number of years. And and so those people have a near and dear spot in my heart. But what he told his mother, with the story he told that his mother would get his little brother every morning in the in the kitchen, you know, as they're eating breakfast, and she would look at him and she, I think his name was Eddie, and she would say, now, Eddie, you know, when you go to school today, I don't want you making fun of everybody else because, you know, they don't look like you do. And everybody can't look as cool as you do, Eddie, so I don't want you making fun of anybody else based on the way you look, you know, the way that based on the way they look. And, and and of course you can imagine that Eddie grew up thinking that what he was the guy (laughs) that was, you know, the, the normal one, so to speak, you know, and, and what a neat impact um, that we have with all that training that, that, that in so many different ways we get trained by things that we didn't even know we got trained by. Right. And, And so, um, and what do you think of Bershon? Yeah, it's uh, I, I miss part of that. I got my son here in the radio station with me, and he's distracting me. But um, so I may not be able to answer that question. I'm sorry. No, no, it's all, it's all right. It's <laughs> no, all right. I, yeah. Go ahead, Nick. I think Nick might speak to that. No, I, I I agree. It's like right now, it's just we accept things and we just get programmed for things. And you know, I, I my wife and I were able to homeschool and keep our kids out of the fray. But, you know, even the stuff that's going on with the LGBT plus Q, whatever it is, in school has now become this vacuum for all these people. And you're almost on the uncool side if you disagree with things which are blatant wrong before God. And, you know, you read the first book of, uh, of Romans, and the last verse is that not only do they did it, uh, not only do they did these, these despicable things, but they endorsed people who did. And, you know, and people just walk right into it, you know. Uh, on one of your commercial breaks, there's an ad for, you know, the, the frog in the water. And, you know, guys, girls, people, Christians, brothers, sisters, the water temperature is going up. Get out of the water. <laughs> That's what I can say. Oh, I know. Because, uh, you know, I remember with my kids, you know, I could see this begin to happen with that whole agenda. But, oh, my goodness, by my grandkids? Now, they all, you know, how do you identify? Like, you know, my grandkids, that's a big thing to them. And I, it's, yeah. a, it's a thought I never thought of in my entire, you know, you know, but they're getting programming in the culture, like you said, in all sorts of ways. 
And so what an opportunity, you know, films, church, et cetera, et cetera, have as far as impacting, right, the, the yep. programming that's yep. going on. And I, I'll never forget, Rich Cristiano does Christian films, once told the story in church that, you know, you may not be able to remember your pastor's speech last week or his, his sermon last week, but I bet everybody in the place can tell you the name of the dog in the movie The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. So the point is that movies impact cultures in big, big, big ways because it's the yeah. story, it's the context. And we got this opportunity coming. Paul's Promise in theaters now. We'll be right back with a little bit more King of Pursuits. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And wow, how cool we have poster children for that, as we have Nick Logan, executive producer of the movie, Paul's Promise. It's in theaters now, and boy, what an opportunity you have this weekend to go see this amazing movie based on, really, from what I can see, a mother's prayer that changed everything through what God did in, in the life uh, of one man who started out rough, but as, as all of us, <laughs> it was God to the rescue. And, and so Amen. for those who are just tuning in, Nick, can you kind of give them the thumbnail of, of the movie? Yes, and, and back at the break, you talked about uh, one of my friends making a comment, Rich Cristiano, about his film. And, and, and just as a segue to explain the movie, uh, God has wired us to emote. And what we see, what we hear, what we read, we emote to that. And that's why film is such an important medium. I mean, I, there are things I've seen in films I wish I never saw. I wish I could get them out of my mind, because what you're seeing is what someone else's interpretation of a situation is. So as we made Paul's promise, we wanted to make it and make it a testimony to his life. And this is a man who uh, was a bigot in the 60s, uh, was raised by a bigot father, and learned that in his environment. And the film walks through how through a mother's prayer, undying prayer, not for a kid, but for an adult, her child, but as an adult, had a change in his life. And it's interesting, uh, Robbie, because one of the reviews we got from a secular magazine was, well, he struggled with alcohol in the movie, and this person actually wrote in the article, well, you didn't show him drunk enough, basically. And you didn't show it, you know, you didn't show that part of it. And I believe, just like to Rich's statement, if I say to another Christian that so-and-so is struggling with alcoholism, we don't need to get graphic. You don't need to talk about the things that person went through, them getting sick or them getting this because God gives us this boundary that we have in our mind. So in the film, we did, uh, I think, a very good job of portraying a man's change from being a bigot just through God's grace into a man of God. Yeah, I love that. And I, I get to, um, I guess because I do a lot of work with getting testimonies, and, and often if the testimony goes too long on how things were bad, you don't get enough of the good stuff. <laughs> You know, so you got 30 seconds or a minute to try to get this testimony in. You know, it's too easy to spend, you know, 20 of those seconds on how bad things were before they got good. But Amen. Our uh, life's yeah. about redemption. I mean, on, on the break, we heard Adrian Rogers talk about a pastor who had a bad life, and all that he wanted to do is drag through the bad things. And if we re ever realized what our sin really was, we would probably scoop our own sins right back off the table versus someone else, right? So 
So God only gives us a yoke that we can carry. But that's not what we want to focus on. There's no point in focusing on and giving the devil any due. We want to give all glory to Jesus Christ. Right. And, and, you know, again, it's an opportunity because you know that all these young people, right, Bershon, that that there's a challenge that's headed them. If they're in sports, right, it comes with a whole bunch of temptation. Yeah, there'll be tons of decisions they'll have to make and navigate situations in which they are asked to go to a party, asked, uh, do you want to drink while you're at that party, asked, you know, um, do you want to go hang out? And, and so, so many just things you have to discern. And young people, it's just so critical, I feel, that they have get their navigational system in, in check in terms of, you know, come to know the Lord in an early age, get that discernment, have uh, mentors in their life that can help guide them and be their guardrails because there are so many temptations, but God just wants to do such a tremendous work in their life and do it early on. So that's a way that you can impact these guardrails is is go to Western um, FCA.org, right? And Western Triad FCA. Western Triad FCA.org. And, you know, be a table sponsor or maybe, you know, God's put it on your heart to be that title sponsor and, you know, whatever it looks like, even just attending the banquet yourself, anything that you do as well as pray, you know, helps. And that's another thing, you know, maybe you can't make the movie this weekend. I can assure you that just like the mother in the movie, right, your prayer, your prayers impact, you know, what God's going to do with this movie. And, and, you know, who knows the lives it'll change um, and an impact the, the culture as, we, as we've been talking about, Nick. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you this, um, you know, your upcoming banquet, we'd like to bless you. We'll take one of the tables. We can't take the title, but we'll take one of the tables and find some folks to come, just pick some people. And if you have any kind of silent auction, uh, what I'd love to do for you guys, too, is uh, do a a trip down to our Hula Bowl, which will be in Orlando. Oh, wow. So if you do a 50-50 or you do a silent auction, just we'll set something up uh, for, you know, a couple. They have to be married. Uh, to come down on Friday evening and see the game Saturday. Uh, it's going to be in Orlando at UCF Stadium. So let's talk about that offline. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, amazing. I'm just uh, – Yeah, so God you might want to come, come to this banquet because you could yeah. go in on this auction, right? Well, I'll tell you, I would love to come. We've been on the road promoting our film for three weeks, and I am definitely ready to sleep in my own bed. But hmm. uh, but I will be praying for you. I think FCA does an amazing job. And, and even if you're FCA folks, please ask them just to – you know, pray about going to see the film. I, I, I can't emphasize enough. It just needs to get a, just a grassroots mm. thing. You know what? I've had enough Hollywood. We're going to see films like this and support these with our dollars and uh, buy some popcorn too. Oh wow! Well, I hate that we're out of time, Nick. So amazing to have you guys, both you guys. What a divine appointment we had today on King to Pursuits. But one of those divine appointments was you listening, right? I'm so grateful that you listened and you support the Truth Network. Right now, I got to tell you, you're so blessed because you got encouraging prayer followed by Masculine Journey starts here. Now then, Nikita Koloff with It's Time to Man Up. So much truth coming at you on the Truth Network. Again, the movie, Paul's Promise. It's in theaters now and the FCA Banquet coming October 25th. That's this Tuesday at Truist Stadium. What's the name of that website one more time? WesternTriadFCA.org. This is the Truth Network.